A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. Just by watching this video, you're definitely not a jerk, but if you want to take it one step further, you can hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by HappyKey1147. Am I the jerk? I told my kids the true reason I don't talk to my sister, and now they don't want to talk to her anymore either. I, 33-year-old female, am married to the love of my life, 36-year-old male. We've been together since I was 18, and we have two kids, 12-year-old male and 7-year-old female. I'm pretty close with my parents and used to spend a lot of time with them and my sister. When my oldest son was around 3, my sister used to whisper in his ear that his dad was a jerk or a runt or freaking useless. My husband fixed her car for free when she hit a fence and got her a job in her field, really went out of his way to help her out. I organized a big party for my husband's 30th, he had never had a party before, and after being told multiple times to stop, she continued to do it and my husband finally snapped and blew up at her. The following day, she told me that she expected me to dump him and take out an AVO against him. That was the last straw for me, I got up and left. And that was the last time I really spoke to her. I allow my kids to see her if my parents are present and monitor her. I told my kids the full story about what happened. Now they don't want to see her. And it's all my fault for turning the kids against her. And I feel like a jerk. So although OP feels like a jerk, in my opinion, I don't think they're being a jerk at all. They simply told their kids something that, honestly, their kids might want to know. I mean, in a way, she was kind of trying to corrupt these kids when they were young. What do you guys think? Is OP a jerk for telling their kids this and causing them to not want to talk to OP's sister? Let me know in the comments down below. This next story is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for not wanting my wife to take part in designing the basement? I, 26-year-old male, just got married to my wife, 25-year-old female, back in September. My wife and I have been saving and investing throughout high school and college, so we were able to close on a really nice house. The house is 2,800 square feet and comes with five bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms, a finished basement, a back patio with a hot tub, and a kitchenette. We bought this house as we were hoping to raise a family in this house. So we have two living areas, the basement living area and the main floor living room. I figured my wife would want to take priority over the main floor, so I said that she could design the main floor living room the way she would like as well as the master bedroom, but I wanted to design the basement living area the way that I want. My wife asked why she can't help with the basement, so I told her that I wanted to turn the space into a man cave, so whenever I invite friends over, we would have a place to hang out. My wife was angry when I mentioned what the space would be used for, and she said that she did not want the space to be turned into a man cave, and that we both had to agree on how the basement living area would be designed, and what it would be used for. I was a little irritated after hearing this, and so I told my wife that I'm letting her design the living area and master bedroom 100% the way she wants and that I just wanted the basement living area to be completely the way I want. 
I also added that since we currently have no children and are not expecting one at the moment, that she could use any of the bedrooms for something extra. After I said that, my wife started guilt tripping me saying that she was offended that I was excluding her and how this isn't just my house but how it's our house. I haven't started anything yet in terms of designing the basement living area but I really want a space in the house that's kind of my own and is designed the way I want. I've tried explaining this to my wife, but she keeps saying that I'm being selfish. So I wanted to know if I'm really being a jerk here. I don't think having the desire to have a man cave basement just on its own merit makes you a jerk. I think considering this house is paid for probably 50-50 I would assume, as much as OP really really wants a basement man cave, if their wife doesn't want to or doesn't want to agree with it, they have every right to say, well, I pay for this house too, I should have a say in every room. In fact, it probably should have been something that was discussed before purchasing the house. If it's not something that can be agreed upon, and you keep insisting that you take this entire room for yourself, then it does put you in the jerk category. This next story is by Relation Necessary 592 Am I the jerk for testing my parents to prove that they're homophobic? I'm bi, and my parents have always disliked every girl I brought home for one reason or another. I think it's homophobia as they're friendlier with my boyfriends. I've tried to bring it up, but they're adamant that it was just because they didn't like the girls. They're very defensive about it. The last time I visited, I talked to them about my girlfriend. I didn't mention the gender, I just told them that I started to see someone and I knew they would like them. I listed out some of the things they would like about her, the fact that she's an engineer, she works for a large tech company and she's very well educated. They were nodding along and I knew they assumed that it was a guy and I told them her name and their vibe changed from happy to disappointed. It was very upsetting. I kind of lost my cool and told them that I knew they would react this way and that that was why I didn't specify gender at the start. They got upset at me for tricking them and purposely trying to get a reaction out of them. I feel like a jerk because it was kind of manipulative and I feel crappy for reducing my girlfriend to just her achievements. I don't think OP's a jerk for kind of floating out their achievements which are really good and actually something to be proud of them and then afterwards dropping the gender just to kind of get a feeler out there of do they really display homophobic behavior and sadly I think it's pretty clear that you got your answer. What do you guys think? Our next story is by Thrillville1304. Am I the jerk for enforcing my house rules on my wife's brother? I'm a 30 year old male. My brother-in-law, 20-year-old male, Sean, moved in with me and his sister after my father-in-law passed away a few months ago. He's the private type and keeps to himself. He goes out and never says where he's going or how long he'll be out, eats at random times during the day, wears ear pods while me and the kids are sitting with him. See, all of these are uncool behaviors and a bad influence on my children. I've already talked to Sean about certain house rules I have and how he was violating them, maybe because he didn't know, but now he knows, and still nothing's changed. Last night, he came home late around 10pm. I wasn't thrilled with that because he knew the rules, but he said that he was an adult and I shouldn't be policing him, but it's not about that. It's about the fact that he's repeatedly disrespecting the homeowner and the rules. So I told him this. If he won't respect the rules, which are being home at 8, 
not eating at random times, and not using his electronics just like my kids aren't allowed when the families gathered to spend time together. He ranted about how he wasn't a child, my child, and called me unreasonable to treat him this way just because he lives under my roof. I told him it's not hard to show respect really, but my wife went off asking what was wrong with me to be giving Sean, who's still grieving, ultimatums and treating him like a child. I explained to her that I'm just making sure the kids won't be influenced by her brother's reckless behavior, and she laughed, asking if I think Sean being on his phone was reckless, but that's besides the point. She called me a control freak and told me to get off her brother's back and leave him alone. I replied that she's just saying this because he's her brother, but she said I overstepped and should back off and stop trying to control her adult brother. I asked her if she was happy with him coming home late and she said she was sick of arguing, then went upstairs. Am I the jerk here? I'm sorry, but an independent 20-year-old should have the ability to go out and come back really anytime they want. I'm just trying to picture a world where it's okay to tell a 20-year-old who is independent living in your house for the time being that is not your kid that they have to be back at 10 p.m. at the latest. 10 p.m.? What, do you think they're getting back from a middle school dance or something? And telling an independent 20-year-old when they can and can't eat? And that again, a person who's not your child telling them they have to put all their devices away and participate in family time when family time is going on. No exceptions. I kind of agree that OP is a control freak and a jerk. What do you guys think? Does a 20-year-old brother-in-law living in somebody's house mean they have to live by these rules that OP's trying to enforce? This next story is by Fewblood1369. Am I the jerk for wanting to move out and telling my mom it's not my job to raise my siblings? 20-year-old girl here. I'm the oldest of five by 11 years. My younger siblings are a 9-year-old male, 5-year-old female, 3-year-old female, and 10-month-old male. I do the lion's share of child rearing for my little siblings and oftentimes feel like more like a single mother than our mom. As well as taking care of them, I also cook, clean, and do basically anything that needs doing. Our mom, I love her, but she isn't great. I'm planning to move in with a friend as we're going to get a small flat together. On one hand, I want this so badly. On the other, I feel worried sick about my little brothers and sisters and how they'll fare without me. My mom, when she found out about my plan, also told me I can't move out as she needs me and she won't be able to cope alone and how I'm being selfish and I have responsibilities that are more important. I admit that I lost it at that as I've been the only one to ever put my responsibilities first and I told her it's not my job to raise her kids. She now thinks I'm entitled and spoiled and has even told my little siblings how I'm going to be leaving them all behind as I'm too interested in myself. That was a bombshell she dropped before flaunting off to go party and I spent the entire night trying to console them. I feel honestly like crap at this and maybe I am being selfish and putting my desires for the freedom my friends have first. Am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk. This is a crazy tough position and I feel for them greatly because, in a way, you leaving does kind of feel like you're kind of hanging your siblings out to dry because they're not going to get the care they need. On the other hand though, it's in no way OP's responsibilities to hamstring themselves and basically raise these four kids by themselves. At 20 years old, it's just unfair to expect them to use those absolute prime years of their life 
saddled down raising their four younger siblings while their mom's off doing whatever. Our next story is by Throw RA Barbecue Bride. Am I the jerk for refusing to provide a vegan meal at my wedding because my friend missed the RSVP deadline? I, 30-year-old female, am getting married next Saturday. My friend since college, Rachel, 32-year-old female, is a newly turned vegan. She started being one back in November. I got a call from her yesterday asking what vegan options I'll have. I told her none because we already picked the menu out back in July and we're doing barbecue. Rachel got mad at me and said as the bride and host, it's my job to make sure she is fed. I told her she would have been fed had she sent back the RSVP by the correct date. Besides, changing anything on the menu, even for a single person, adds a late fee to my caterer because the menu had to be finalized almost two weeks ago. She said she won't come if there are no vegan options, but I asked her if it was the other way around, would she serve meat? And she said no, because it goes against her beliefs. I asked what she would have me do, and she said that if I didn't like it, then I could bring my own food. So I suggested she do the same, and hung up on her face. My fiancé, 32-year-old male, is with me on this, but some people in the bridal party think that since my caterer does offer individual meals, vegan, I should pay the late fee and the additional meal fee so Rachel can eat. The total would be almost $120. They also said that I knew she was vegan and should not have needed an RSVP to anticipate Rachel's needs. Am I the jerk for not doing this? I would have included it had she brought this up before the deadline, but she didn't. And she's known about my wedding for the entire two years I was engaged. I think OP is not the jerk, literally because that's what the point of these RSVP cards are. You have sections on these cards literally asking for what extra accommodations they might need. Had they just filled it out, it would never have been an issue. And our final story of the day is by Contemporary Lost. Am I the jerk for not letting my ex pick up our daughter a day early so she can see her dog before it's put down? I, 29-year-old female, have a 9-year-old daughter, Claire, with my ex-husband, Brian. Brian has Claire Wednesday through Saturday, and I have her Sunday through Tuesday. When we were together, shortly after Claire was born, Brian got a dog. This dog was not young then, 6 or 7, and now must be ancient. Claire loves this dog, and I've tried to indulge that as much as possible, and the days I have her, Brian will let Claire video call with him and the dog, which I think is a bit extreme, but to each their own. Brian contacted me this morning, saying that he had to put the dog down tomorrow, and asked if he could pick up Claire a day early so she could say goodbye. I told him I didn't want to do that, and I didn't think it was a good idea to go against court-ordered custody, and since he wouldn't watch her when I had a work emergency, I didn't see why this was different. He said I was being overly dramatic and petty and cruel to not let Claire see her dog. I don't think I'm wrong because we've already set the standard that we're sticking to the court-ordered custody. But he sent me several texts saying that I should let Claire be there and even told her what was going on which, in my opinion, was overstepping and I don't think it's right for him to contact her behind my back about something involving our co-parenting. Claire is also upset at me now, and I'm wondering if I'm being a jerk now that she knows. Am I the jerk for not wanting to let him pick her up a day earlier than usual? So, I feel very, very strongly in this, in that OP is definitely the jerk. In no way is this situation remotely close to their ex-husband refusing to pick her up when they had a work emergency. In that situation, it was all about you and your work emergency and wanting to get some assistance taking care of Claire while you deal with the work emergency. 
In this situation, it's all about Claire getting one final chance to say goodbye to a dog they love. Don't you see how that's a little bit different? If I were Claire and that happened to me where I was restricted from going to see the dog, I would never be able to forget or forgive that decision. Thankfully, OP later added an edit that said that Claire would be able to go see the dog and get dropped off a day early. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.